Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a fantasy sports podcast. I am Brian Baines and I am your host. It is Friday, March 1st. Yes, we turned the corner, seemingly turned the corner into the spring season. Uh, Episode number 727. It is, yeah, March. And there's, again, more fresh snow on the ground. Yeah, have I mentioned it before here on the Blink? How much I do not love snow and am completely sick and tired of winter in general? Yeah, well, this is why. Just, uh, Just enough. It's just enough snow to slow everything down and make everything slick and not really, you know, provide any playable snow, any cancelable snow, right? There's no school delays, no school closures or anything. It's just, yeah, it's just like an inch of snow that turns, you know, immediately into ice and then uh, becomes something that causes your commute to work to uh, double in time. So uh, not a fan. Not a fan, and it's like 24 degrees out, which is miserable. Sick of it. Sick of it. Bring on the spring. I'm ready. Ready for uh, some sun, some fun, some baseball. Yeah, baseball season is getting closer and closer. Spring training is ramping up. We've got games all over the place, and uh, yeah, drafts taking place. Uh, it, yeah, good time of year. Good time of year getting ready for baseball. Football is, uh, yeah, football is nearing the, actually we're wrapping up, we'll be wrapping up this weekend the the combine, right? The pro combine in uh, Indianapolis where all the guys go and they get measured and they get weighed and they get interviewed and then they run as fast as they can and everybody puts high or low expectations on on them and and most of the really good ones don't even uh yeah they don't even go so uh or the supposed good ones we shall see right uh some some might feel as if they are better than they actually are and don't need to take part in the workouts but uh you know chance for players to showcase their abilities and uh their physique <laughs> um as they uh, get poked and prodded and weighed and tested and, and all that good stuff. So uh, lots of results will come out of that. Um, we'll get all kinds of speculation on who moved up and who moved down and who impressed and who disappointed and all of that good stuff, but uh, all coming out of Indianapolis this weekend. And you're, you can actually watch it on NFL Network. You can watch all this stuff going on. Uh, have not. Have not met. Uh, I haven't turned that on. Haven't checked it out. Uh, today we're going to cover just. It's going to be a quick one. It's going to be over in a blink, just the way it was designed. Uh, just talking franchise tags today. Tuesday, uh, a, Tuesday afternoon is the cutoff for teams to tag players. Um, again, for those of you not uh, in the know, you know I do have some listeners that uh, are casual sports fans in here. Uh, the franchise tag uh, each team is allowed in the NFL is allowed one franchise tag and there are but there are different kinds of franchise tags right there is the uh, non-exclusive franchise tag where they can um, place an offer well basically you don't get to decide the offer if you place the franchise tag on a player they are locked into a certain uh, certain amount of money it's a one-year deal 
uh, guaranteed one-year deal, and it is locked in by position, and you are paid, and I, I didn't look this one up exactly, but I, I want to say it's you're, you're paid within the top top five salaries at that position or somewhere somewhere in there, an average of the top five salary at that position. And it also is tied to the Pro Bowl. So if you have had a – no, sorry, that's the fifth, that's the fifth-year tag. Nope, getting, getting thing con, things confused. It's just a straight – it's just a straight amount, right? Uh, if you are a tight end, you are guaranteed a certain amount of money, and I believe it's right around the $11 million mark. If you are a safety and you are franchise tagged, I believe you will make like $18 million a year. Right for that one year, and so a non-exclusive <clears throat> means that they can tag you. Uh, you will make that amount of money, and but but um, other teams can still um, you can still you can still negotiate n- negotiate with uh, your team and other teams for uh, a long-term deal. Right? Okay. That's and then the exclusive. The exclusive tag, and this is one that's used a lot more commonly, and that's just that's just it. It's a one-year deal. You're playing for your team, and that's that. You can either report and collect your money, or you can hold out and not only not receive your money, but you uh, you take on heavy fines that go along with that. Then there's also the transition. The transition tag, which uh, allows a player to go out and um, uh, search for a deal with other teams, but the uh, their original team has the right to match that offer, um, match that offer and retain said player. So those are the tags. Uh, the teams have to announce their one tag. One tagged player on Tuesday, mid-afternoon, I believe, on Tuesday. Uh, teams do not have to; they do not have to use the franchise tag, so it's not a uh, it's not a must. But uh, you know, many teams do. Uh, and I'll go through a quick list, just a quick list of uh, those teams. Uh, I just read a quick article on it, and they only highlighted a few teams. Um, there obviously are 32 teams in the league and each one has the right to uh, use a franchise tag and m- many might but these were just the ones they highlighted and the Bengals already Bengals are the only team that has already uh, used a franchise tag and they have tagged wide receiver T Higgins who will make I believe about 20 million 20 million for a one year deal um, next year the Jaguars are it, it's anticipated that if they were going to use the tag, uh, they would use it on linebacker Josh Allen. He was mentioned in our free agent free agent show uh, last week or earlier this week. When was it? When did I do free agents? Yep, that was on Tuesday. <laughs> yep, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, the Panthers, as mentioned on Tuesday, also uh, it as is anticipated if they were to use the franchise tag, they will use it on Brian Burns. Linebacker Cardinals, Cardinals could use theirs on Buda Baker safety. Uh, the Ravens they listed three different guys here. One, uh, two of them I mentioned in the uh, in the free agent show: Justin Matabuike, uh, and also 
No, Patrick Queen, Patrick Queen linebacker. Actually, there's four of them. Four of them answered in this one. They also mentioned uh, safety Geno Stone. And for some reason, they mentioned uh, that the Ravens could possibly use the franchise tag on Gus Edwards, running back. I just I don't see any possible way they would pay Gus Edwards um, upwards of $10 million under the franchise tag for um, – for what he offers, I, I, yeah, I, I put two big, big fat question marks next to that one. Why, why that would even be a thing? The Chiefs um, anticipated if they were to use the franchise tag, it would be on either defensive tackle Chris Jones uh, uh, or uh, cornerback Legarius Sneed. Uh, they've already uh, announced that Sneed has been given permission to go and seek a trade. Um, but but they also have left it very clear that they may, they still may use the franchise tag on him. Uh, Giants uh, anticipated if they were to use it would be on Xavier McKinney, safety. He was mentioned uh, in the uh, free agent episode. Same thing for the Patriots, Michael Onwenu, uh, offensive lineman. Uh, if they were going to use it, they would probably use it on him. Colts, the Colts, if they can't get a deal uh, sealed up, long-term deal, they would probably use it on Michael Pittman, wide receiver. And then the Bucks have two possibilities. Two possibilities they could use their franchise tag could be uh, linebacker Devin White or, uh, as mentioned the other day, Antoine Winfield, safety. Uh, they will They will be keeping him around one way or another. I'm not sure whether they'll use the franchise or they'll just work out a deal, but they will use something, somewhat of a, um, yeah, somewhat of a tag on him to keep him as a part of the team. Uh, made made a trade overnight, made a trade. Uh, old Brook threw it out there last night. He said, hey, I'm in the mood to trade. I'm in the mood to trade. Come on, somebody send me something. So I did. I sent something. I, ha- I, I have high hopes High hopes for uh, one quarterback out of uh, Indianapolis who only got to play in a few games before he was injured and lost for the rest of the season. But Anthony Richardson is someone on my radar as a guy that um, could have league-winning ability down the line. Now, we don't know much, right? It's a gamble. It's a big gamble. Um to acquire a quarterback that's played three games and really didn't, he only stayed completely healthy in one of those three games. Um, is it is it something we have to worry about injury wise? Is the guy prone to injuries? Is it the style uh, that he plays with? I don't know, uh, but I did see uh, in the short time that he was on the field, I saw potential potential at uh, league winning abilities. Uh, at the quarterback position, somebody that can run, somebody that can throw, uh, an absolute athlete. And what I like about him the most, uh, the reason the reason I offered as much as I did in this deal to get a hold of him is I like Shane Steichen and I like the offense um, in Indianapolis moving forward and him being part of that. Uh, part of that is what I saw in, Indiana, in Indianapolis this year and Part of it is what I saw in Philadelphia, right? Uh, without Shane Steichen there, what kind of happened to that offense 
especially in the second half of the year where they went, they kind of got figured out and they went stale. Um, it, it shows me not only what Steichen was able to do in Indy, but also what uh, what role he played in um, kind of the development of Jalen Hurts and what he has become as a quarterback. And uh, so in that particular league that I made the deal, I have Jalen Hurts and now Anthony Richardson. So I have those those two players, um, you know, that I can kind of lean on and uh, feel semi-safe about it. Now, here, here was the, here's what I offered. I, I offered up uh, Deshaun Watson uh, and uh, the number nine overall pick. This is a 10-team league. 10-team league. I, ha- I have... I had three first-round picks. I have the six, I believe the six, the eight, and the nine. And I offered up uh, Deshaun Watson and the number nine for Anthony Richardson straight up, and it was accepted uh, actually very quickly, Brooke. That was uh, about the fastest, uh, the fastest acceptance. Like, like he had the app open. He was sitting there uh, on the couch with the app open waiting, waiting, for someone to send him something, I sent it, and boom, it was like, uh, you know, five seconds, I want to say, five seconds, and yeah, the crowd is going wild there, right? Uh, five seconds, and boom, it pops up, and in the KFL, we have this new, we, we have this new, <laughs> new system on our trades, uh, where, uh, yeah, the league actually votes votes on the trade yeah you can vote to veto it not not a thing in any leagues that i run uh that's not vetoes aren't a thing for me but you know that's that's the way it's got to be run so uh yeah so it come immediately immediately after i sent it like within five seconds it pops up a, a trade needs to be voted on right so then you get the old do you veto it do you accept it you know a total of, a total of three people overnight um, and this morning actually weighed in and voted on it. So I'm not sure what what the value is there, but um, it was accepted and went through. And so here was my thinking. Here was my thinking on this. So my quarterbacks going in before this deal were Jalen Hurts um, and Deshaun Watson and Brown, Browning from Cincinnati, who I read uh, just read up on. Uh, did a little before I offered this read up to see what he was up to because I thought he was a free agent he was a free agent uh, but Cincinnati has basically locked him up as the as their backup and I was hopeful uh, in having him that maybe one of these teams that needed a quarterback would go out and you know solicit his wares and and steal him away from the Bengals but clearly they weren't having that they weren't letting that happen so he's going to be there as the backup so uh, being behind Joe Burrow, that is basically dead, dead position. So uh, my quarterbacks were Jalen Hurts and uh, Deshaun Watson. I have three picks in the first round, six, eight, and nine, and was going to take, was going to take a quarterback, uh, one of the new, one of the new quarterbacks coming into the league uh, after draft day, uh, with one of those picks. It was that was going to be part of my plan uh, to uh, shore up the depth at the quarterback position. So I felt like uh, Deshaun Watson and a first-round pick would absolutely get the deal done, right? And like I would always say, if you want to uh, 
uh, make a trade if you really want somebody. If uh, they are somebody that you are um, that you are believing in, then make sure that it happens. Right? You might have to overoffer a little bit, but that's okay. If you want to get the deal done, get the deal done. So I felt like that would get it done, and it did it, within five seconds. Maybe I maybe I overoffered on this one. Maximus seems to think that I overoffered on this one. Um, uh, I'm curious what everybody else thinks. Is uh, is Deshaun Watson and a late first-round pick uh, in a 10-team league too much to offer for one Anthony Richardson? Well, that's what I did, and that's what I got. DeBrook is happy. He's got a first-round pick now, and he has uh, Deshaun Watson as his backup, right? He's got Dak Prescott, so he's okay. Um, yeah, but... Uh, you know, he's he comes out of the deal happy. I come out of the deal happy. Everybody's happy. And a trade was done. Also made a trade in uh, the Insane League yesterday. Um, yeah, uh, Amari Cooper. I sent Amari Cooper uh, to, let's see, it was just, I believe it was, no, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, right? Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup uh, I sent to uh, Buffalo 78 for, um, Evan Ingram and a 2025 second round pick. So nothing that's going to benefit right now. But if you look at uh, within the scoring and insane, the two players were almost almost equal um, in points or yeah points scored in 2023. Both both 29 years old. Okay, so you've got that pretty even in the deal. And Michael Gallup, just to throw in, I you know um, Buffalo seventy eight sent the offer, sent the sent a, a, an original offer, and then sent that as a counter offer. Um, so yeah, Michael Gallup, just to throw in in the deal, but uh, both both players twenty nine years old, uh, almost equal in points scored this year, but um, you know just feel like uh, you know there's only so much time to. Uh, to be able to move Amari Cooper before um, he starts to fall off, and you know, as you get to that 30 year, I think he's still got a couple, you know, really solid years in him, and he continues to surprise us. But here's my situation: I have uh, Travis Kelsey as uh, my tight end, my number one tight end, and really don't have anybody behind that, right? I have uh, Juwan Johnson, Gerald Everett. Uh, I can now cut Mike Kosicki. Sheesh. Uh, but Evan Ingram as a uh, a backstop to Travis Kelsey, five years younger, right, and coming off the best best year of his career, and uh, is a focal point in that offense uh, in Jacksonville. So I felt like uh, for me, I can fill that gap. I could even use Ingram in a flex if I had to, um, and it just it fills that need more so at the tight end position going forward for the future uh, than Amari Cooper could, you know. It's hard. It's hard to give up Amari Cooper because I, I like him and, and he's done some some pretty good things for me, but uh, just felt like it was time. So that was the deal that I made. Not blinking along here. I get sidetracked. Uh, one last thing to cover here. The NBA looks like it is pretty well locked up in MSD. Uh, it's going to come down to this. Jay Lev's going to get uh, the one seed looks like Canada is going to sneak in and get that by and, and grab the two seed. Uh, Lapine will finish third. Snyder's going to finish fourth. 
Stink is going to finish fifth, and YK is going to be sixth. So we're going to get a first-round matchup next week of Lapine versus YK, and we're going to get Snyder versus Stink in the first round. So uh, we're pretty well set with just uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to go, and then Monday uh, we start rolling. So if you're going to make deals, if you're going to make some trades, now is the time because these playoff teams might be looking for a little reinforcement. I'm going to put a few guys out there here in a few minutes and and uh, see if I can get any takers, uh, last-minute takers on NBA. We have one week left after this week of the NHL. Before we start the playoffs, looks like it's going to be Stink and Tang getting the uh, the buys there. My team is not performing. I, I go, I come and go as my goalies come and go, and, and took a tough night from Gustafson in uh, for Minnesota, and it's going to kill me in a couple categories uh, last night. So, um, looks like I'm going to uh, going to lose to Mark and Liam this week, which is going to kind of bump me out of that. Uh, number two spot, and then I've got Stink, I've got Stinky next week head to head. So regardless of whether I win or lose that matchup, it's not going to be a blowout, and uh, therefore probably going to keep me out of that number two slot. So that's the way it goes. That's how it is. All right. Well, I got uh, I got two movies to see. Uh, I, I think I'm seeing American Fiction tonight, uh, and then. Um, and then I've got the other one. I keep forgetting the name of this one, which uh, the zone of interest. I'm not sure if I will catch before the end of the weekend, but definitely will get it in. I have uh, exactly a week and two days, right? March 10th, the 96th annual Oscars. So we will uh, just have to get these two in and then watch a couple other ones and then uh, uh, for a couple of the other awards uh, coming up. But I'll have a... I'll have a little preview for you uh, probably Friday next week, and uh, it'll be Oscar talk. And we'll be uh, well into the first round of the NBA playoffs in uh, MSD and wrapping up wrapping up the regular season of hockey. And we will know our franchise tags also as of, as of uh, March 5th. So we'll see if any more trades go down in, uh, in, in NFL, right? Insane, KFL, MSD, anybody moving anybody? I'm always open for business. Ah, All right. There's the music. I better get out of here. It's time. Everybody have a great weekend. Hopefully you don't get any snow like I have. For the Fantasy Blink, I'm the commission. I am out of here.